Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise the Lord, it is chat time. Yes, praise the Lord, it is chat time once again. Now we will continue to discuss current events and scripture. Praise the Lord. So we're going to talk about current events now. And I'm going to go through some of the articles that were sent to me. Like this one that it says a California mother alleges in a lawsuit that teachers recruited her sixth grade daughter to join an LGBT equality club and then planted the seed in her mind that she was a transgender Hmm. while hiding the information from the mother. Okay. So the lawsuit filed by the mothers against Spreckles Union School District claims the school violated her parental rights under the California law and the U.S. Constitution. 
She is uh, represented by the Center for American Liberty. <clears throat> At the time, her daughter was 11 years old, and um, they feel like parents absolutely have a right to know what's being taught in their kids' school. Exactly. Especially sure. with respect to sensitive issues like gender and sexuality. But parents are denied that right when activist teachers think they know better and intentionally hide information from moms and dads. So she didn't even know that her daughter had joined this club? No. Okay. No, at these meetings, it, so it started, the controversy started when the daughter attended an equality club, meeting at the invitation of a friend. After the meeting, she decided she was not interested in the LGBT plus discussion and chose not to go back. But about two weeks later, a teacher who helps run the club told her she fit in perfectly and encouraged her to return. And so the daughter agreed to do so. At these meetings and in other discussions, the teachers planted the seed in her mind that she was bisexual, the suit says. The idea did not originate with the child. In fact, she did not fully understand what that meant. Right. What did that term so mean? So they're indoctrinating the children. <clears throat> Shortly thereafter, the teachers planted the seed in her mind that she was transgender. Hmm. As with bisexuality, that idea did not originate with the child, nor did the child fully understand what that meant. <clears throat> Feeling depressed and stressed, she went to a school counselor who along with the te with a teacher told her her the feelings were due to her not being who she was huh. the teachers then encouraged her to change her name to a boy's name oh as an expression goodness. of the new identity they were encouraging her to take on and then so she began wearing boys' clothes. All along, the teachers instructed her not to tell her mother about her new identity or her new name. And mother didn't saying, notice that she was wearing boys' clothes? Saying that her mother might not be supportive of her and that she couldn't trust her mother. So something came about that her mother found out. What happened? The daughter finally went to her mother and said, I'm going crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, what happened? When she was in seventh grade, the principal set up a school meeting that involved the child, the mother, the principal, and another teacher. And there the mom was informed that she, the child had already changed her name, that teachers would be referring to her daughter oh, by her new name, and that she would be referred to with male pronouns and that she would be allowed to use the unisex teacher's bathroom. And the mother the said, are you crazy? to be tied. <laughs> yes. And she reasonably believed that she did not process what was going on quickly enough. And respondents would take efforts to attempt to have her daughter taken from her, the suit says. So the child is now in high school, no longer identifies as transgender, but instead goes by her female name and female pronouns. The suit says she's confused about issues relating to her sexuality and gender, and she believes that respondents caused this confusion. The, the daughter's believing this too, right? <clears throat> right. Okay. The suit says that the, 
the girl is. The that girl she never believes, would have gone down that road had they not pushed her. The girl believes that she was pressured by her teachers into portraying a character they created. In their a brain. A character that by being inhabited and hidden from her mother has taken on elements of reality that now she must learn to understand and live with, the suit says. So the girl also believes that the teachers tried to turn her mother against her and that her relationship with her mother has been seriously damaged because of the actions. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Because they overstepped their boundaries. I mean, they've gone from, I mean, basically teaching to trying to influence the child on a social level, which is none of their business. It's not their responsibility. That's the responsibility of the parent. I'm telling you. There's some crazy cuckoo teachers out there. Now, I have this article that was sent to me. It comes from Gay Times in the UK. Mm -hmm. And it says that the U.S. culture war over the LGBTQ rights has played out on school sports fields and in doctors' surgeries in recent years. Now the clash between liberals and conservatives is heading to the classrooms. Rights campaigners and teachers are on alert over nearly a dozen state bills that seek to ban books and lessons related to sexuality and gender identity, putting LGBTQ plus issues back in the political spotlight ahead of November's midterm elections. Mm -hmm. Censorship in the classroom has beyond and beyond has always been an issue. However, these most recent bans have increased in volume and in the past year, and in the start of 2022 alone, Republican lawmakers in 20 states have proposed legislation targeting school books according to the Legislative Tracking Service Freedom for All Americans. Many of the proposals are aimed at curbing the teaching of critical race theory, which rests on the premise that racial bias, intentional or not, is baked into U.S. laws and institutions. And so? But 11 of the bills seek to give parents the right to challenge school curriculums or prohibit teachers from engaging in divisive subjects, which could include topics or books covering LGBTQ plus issues. Right, because first of all, I don't think they're qualified. I mean, parents actually can take the stand that they're not Teachers aren't qualified to um, basically go into those type of uh, subjects because there's a psychological element involved and they're not trained to be psychologists or psychiatrists or any of that. They don't know where a, per a child's emotional, uh, what their status is. They don't know where a child is as far as in their development, emotionally and mentally. They're not qualified enough no, to be not. able to do that. And they're taking your child or someone else's child and basically influencing them according to their beliefs. So according to this legislation, they say that parents should not only have the ability to speak to their children's curriculum, but in fact, they have a right to direct their child's upbringing and education. Right, because they should tell the, what if they tell the state, well, we're going to withhold paying taxes because it's our taxes that supports the school system. And if we think the school system has, has gone beyond uh, what we have reasonably thought would have been their responsibility to teach their children the basics, 
then we would just withhold our taxes. We're not paying taxes this year. We're protesting. They say that when, when schools begin teaching particular viewpoints about sexuality and other adult issues, right. as if they are decided facts, parents can and should step in. That's right, because yeah. it has nothing really to do with an educational system. That has to do with somebody's personal preference. Pr- right, preference and prerogative. And so they have no right teaching your child that. No. That's a parent's responsibility. But if they want to teach them math, uh, biology, that's physics, the, you're right. That's the lane that they should stay in. Yes, but teachers aren't there to try to teach your child their concept of what morality is mm-hmm. or, or, or religion or spirituality. That's not their job. So anyway, uh, in 2019, eight of the top ten most challenged or banned U.S. library, school, or university books contained LGBTQ plus content, according to the ALA Office for Intellectual Freedom, a group that promotes library access and freedoms. The bills currently in state legislatures target both the books themselves and the schools that make them available to the students. One in Oklahoma proposes fining schools and librarians that continue to stock books challenged by parents. In South Carolina, Texas, and Utah, Elected officials have sent letters to school districts asking them to investigate certain titles in school libraries. One list in Texas includes more than 800 books, including He, She, They, Them, (laughs) Understanding Gender Identity, and another book called Honestly, Ben, uh-huh. Both books deal with teenagers navigating their sexuality and, or gender identities. And this is this is odd because I mean when you think about it, you don't you didn't have a push that is trying to teach children about heterosexuality, you know, being heterosexual. You don't have that type of push. The only thing that I that the LGBTQXYZ the only thing that they identify on is their sexual preference. Mm-hmm. And have you ever noticed that when they try to go into this, uh, I don't know, this non-binary where you don't know whether they're male or female or whatever, mm-hmm. if, they're, if they're biological males, they, they're, they're non-binary leans towards being female. If they're biological females, have you noticed that they're non-binary though, leans towards them looking male. I mean, it is so stupid. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Their whole identity is based on sex. Sheer confusion. (laughs) Yes. And I still, you know, even driving down here this today, I I I was looking at how many uh, rainbow flags are flying from porches Uh on houses. Yeah, that's where you know to avoid. So. And I'm thinking to myself, (laughs) I don't get that. I don't. I'm having trouble wrapping my brain around that. What is who wants to know about your little is, sexual preference? I know. Not, not, what I, is that? A sign that says, knock on my door and uh, we can have... An orgy. So, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't get that. I don't understand. Me either. Now, I was looking at this, this guy. He has a beard, long hair, earring, and then he puts on a dress. And I, I said, now, really, we used to go to the circus <laughs> to see people like <laughs> that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's ridiculous. That's, that's so 
true. It's, it's just sheer confusion. Yes. And, you know, uh, people don't even think about what was in the Bible. I mean, when you think about it, and, you know, what is it, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, we were talking about Sodom and Gomorrah and how uh, Lot was pulled out of there right. with his wife and his family mm-hmm. by angels. Yes. And men were trying to break down the door because they didn't realize that they were angels that came to save Lot. Right, but they were, they were insane because and the Lord smoked them to... with blindness. You, you understand <laughs> how, 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 how demented they but had to I'm be. But what I'm saying is that it's like, oh, there were, there were two new men coming into Lot's right. house. And it's like, all of a sudden, this horde of uh, peep men started coming out. Let, let us in, let us right, in. Right, the spirit of sodomy and lust. But, yeah. but you could see how. And, well, the point I'm trying to make is that that's why the city was destroyed. Right. And, but how insane it is. Because and now in this day and age, they they want to embrace that. it. They want to say, "Oh, that was the Old Testament." I said, "Well, it's the same God and and that same madness. Like you, you're smitten with blindness. You have lost your sight. You're in total darkness, and you're still looking for the door. Not one of them. Can you imagine that? And you know Young, that's symbolic. Old, rich, poor, not one of them. Said. And that's symbolic. Yeah, because. Right now, all these people are blind. Are blind. They and, and, are blinded to the truth. Right. And, and then you, no one says, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> they say, where is the see. door? Where is the door? You know, I'll find it. No, not before I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, insanity. And that's, what's, uh, that's what hit, has hit us now. People are insane. Anybody who will look at you and knowing yeah, that know you bore a man maybe and listening. tell you I'm a woman. People may be listening and saying that that's offensive to them. But well, I don't care. But it is ins- because, it, it is a form of insanity. Because so, if, you, if you find it offensive, it hits home somewhere. Because this one person that, was, that had the beard and the earring said, well, what if you can't have, have children? You know, you say you're a woman. I said, but that's not the point. If you have a hysterectomy, there's still a womb, an area where your womb once was, where a man does not have that. If you are a man, there's a prostate. A woman does not have a prostate, even, 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 even if his prostate has been operated on or reamed or, or, or removed, there is still an area in, in his body that's a prostate. And, and, you know, I took someone to the doctor recently And, you know, we were just talking about um, transgender, uh, you know, identity gender issues and stuff like that. And the nurse practitioner was saying that creates a big problem for doctors and nurse practitioners because even though you say you are a man, you transgender, you still have, you still need to have the examination that a woman would have. Right, because you're a woman. If you're a man, <laughs> if you're a woman and, and, or you're a man and you say you're a woman, she was saying, the nurse practitioner was saying, you still have, you have a prostate. You, you ha- still have to have an examination. Right, even they can see that. You, and you can use their own argument against them because they say there's a difference between the biological and gender identity issues. I said, well, then in that case, when you go to the doctor, you have to say biologically, 
I'm a man, if you're a man, or biologically I'm a woman, if you're a woman, but I identify as far as my gender. That's the only thing that you can yeah, do. So the nurse you, practitioner because, was because saying, I'm not going to sit there if I have somebody presents, saying you're a woman and I know you're a man. That presents a big problem <laughs> when people come into the doctor. I would be no problem. I'll say, hey, the moment you cross this threshold, whatever you are biologically, that's what that's you're, what going, you're going to be going by because that's how we have to treat you. Is it because there's no way in the world if you got a prostate, I'm going to be looking for a womb to give you a gynecologist <laughs> <laughs> examination because you say you're a woman. Are you are you crazy? <laughs> anyway, moving on. So here's another article that someone sent me, or uh, it's about Michigan. It has to pay a Catholic agency five hundred and fifty thousand dollars for requiring it to place children in LGBT homes. Mm. Citing a U.S. recent Supreme Court decision, the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services has agreed to pay a Catholic adoption agency $550,000 in attorney fees after it tried to force the faith-based organization to place children in same-sex homes. The controversy began in 2019 when the department backed by the state attorney general said it would end its contract with St. Vincent Catholic Charities because the organization's Bible-based policy of preferring homes with a married father and mother, St. Vincent is one of the state's oldest adoption and foster agencies. And uh, St. Vincent sued the state and it won multiple rounds in court, although the U.S. Supreme Court decision in a separate case appears to have swayed the state. Um, last year, the high court ruled that the city of Philadelphia violated the First Amendment when it tried forcing a Catholic foster care agency to place children in same-sex homes. The decision was unanimous, nine to zero. Under a settlement between St. Vincent and the state of Michigan, the agency will maintain its contract with the state and the state will not force it to place children in LGBT homes. Further, the state will pay St. Vincent $550,000 in attorney fees and costs. Uh, thank God, because for now, there's a reprieve. But you know how things change. <laughs> but for now, I thank God. Now, I know we only have a few, uh, I don't know how much time we have to finish discussing this, but... So anyway, the Supreme Court equality, equity, and the rule of law. The associate Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer has announced his retirement recently. <coughs> and it gives President Biden an opportunity to nominate his replacement. And so now Biden said he's going to appoint a black female. Uh, okay. And oh, when I heard that, or when I was talking to somebody about that, they said that's against the law. It, when a job it, opening is, you have to have it open to everybody. Right, but here's the, here's the thing. And I know that there might be some uh, people out there who don't agree with me, but we know that they are qualified uh, black people, whether male or female, they're qualified. You don't have to emphasize color. 
And that bothers me because it's almost like saying we're going to appoint somebody and so they'll look at this person who's being appointed because of the color of their skin, not because they feel like the person is qualified, but because they feel like the person has been provided special consideration and placed in a position that they're really not entitled to based upon their skin color. And that does that person a disservice. Basically, two is that Biden trying to appeal and appease blacks. Which is an insult to, to, to us, even if people don't agree. It's an insult. It's, it's like saying we have to point you based upon your skin color because you wouldn't get in otherwise because you're too stupid. <laughs> That's what it's basically saying. That's ignorant. Well, I don't know. I think this no. article that, that comes from the Christian Post briefly talks about how it, it's not right. No, it's not right. And then you, it goes to show you when they talk, and it's true that our laws and things like that, the European culture has been engrafted into our laws. But that, that's, that's common because that's basically the roots of our society. And then, but we have the opportunity that it, it grows. It's a, it's a living organism. It's not something that's, that's stagnant. We have an opportunity to improve on it and so that it grows. But I mean, but you have people like Biden who said, Obama was an intelligent man, and he was clean. <laughs> so <laughs> evidently, he just thinks the well, majority of, of black people, people of color, don't take baths. That's the only <laughs> thing I can think of. You see, it's inherent. It's really, people have been raised in households, and you can't tell them that they're going to set their uh, biases aside. It comes with them. But we have the opportunity to challenge them and to change them. We have the opportunity to educate them here in the in these United States. Well, anyway, in this article it says, the critical issue here is that President Biden is declaring not that diversity is a plus factor as he considers candidates of varying backgrounds and genders, but that he will only consider black females for the position. This goes farther than Presidents Reagan, Bush, George but you know H. What I w. Say? Bush, Bill Clinton, George this W. Bush, Barack Obama, everyone. They voted for him. <laughs> well, according to the polls, he won by greatest margin that the president ever had won by, so they picked him. So they're stuck with him. <laughs> anyway, we'll have to continue next week with more current events. Yes, praise the Lord, and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Galatians 6 and 10. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are the household of faith. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, when the Israelites got sick and tired of eating manna for 40 years, what did they eventually call the manna? And the answer is, they called it light bread. They said they had no bread. And the answer can be found in Numbers chapter 21, verse 5, which reads, And the people spake against God and against Moses, Wherefore have ye brought us up out of Egypt to die in this wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water, and our soul loatheth this light bread. This week's food for thought is 
What kind of eye do you have if you hurry, if you want to hurry and get rich? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.